Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from somewhere in Chino Valley. Back by popular <laughs> Back demand. Back by popular demand. <laughs> it has been since March 12th? I think so. Or 10th? Like uh, the beginning of March. The beginning of March, because we did episode 48, we did was the birthday episode. We wished Dad and Joe a birthday. Yes, that was the beginning A happy of March. birthday. Then the next one we did, I had crazy allergies. And was dying. Yeah, I, I think that was that was what forty nine, and that was number forty nine, and that means so that on August sixteenth, twenty twenty, this is episode fifty, and we <laughs> and we are Pod Bros, our Pod Bros, a, a production, production of, of Sound Bros, Bros Productions, Productions. Productions. <laughs> so, oh man, it you, has been. You could technically say that we've been in lockdown. Uh yeah, I, I guess you could say that our podcast has been our, in lockdown. Our podcast has been in lockdown. Let's go that because route. it's you know because it's COVID nineteen lockdown. No, I'm saying it's an election year. No, no, no. I'm which saying, is actually no, 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 what no, I no, said. No. That is actually on that episode. That is actually what you said. I said it's an election year. We we're we're expecting so uh, all of the craziness and things to happen. So no, uh, no. What I'm saying is that. Our podcast is in lockdown because both of us are essential workers. Ah, yes. Um, and so, so what that means is that we both are working ridiculous amounts of hours and not getting paid nearly as much as those people on unemployment. Who are non-essential workers. Who are non-essential workers. Because I'm, they're on unemployment. I'm not upset. I just really wanted a pizza. <laughs> I got a pizza, actually. The heck? I got a pizza. Actually, and no. I gave you a pizza. Actually, no. I can't complain. Um... The place that I work at, uh, which is, uh, I work part-time with my dad now at his flooring store. Um, it is actually, the benefits are phenomenal. You yes, know, the, yes, they The whole are. family business thing. <laughs> you know, the whole five-finger discount thing. Actually, I think, what's more, <laughs> I think what's more important than any of that is what God's been doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, we go into, we go into lockdown, and from the beginning, we've been calling all of the I don't know what's the word BS. Yeah, that this is. That. Um, you know, if we were to go back and listen to the podcast, so because of lockdown, we have not built our studio yet. We are um, still, according to episode forty-eight. Uh, if you're looking for a place to rent, <laughs> we have a couple rooms open. Oh yeah, we actually have more <laughs> rooms open now than before because uh, you had some people leave. I had people leave. Well, actually, I was doing. Oh the, no, you I, evicted someone. I didn't evicted you? someone. You evicted someone. I evicted someone. Yes. You, you you completed the eviction because you had said you were evicting him in March. That's true. And it never actually happened. And then it now has officially gone through. And then I got. The best renter you could get ever. That is true. You did get an epic renter. Yeah, he's he's pretty stinking cool. So yeah, we, I, uh, we moved yeah. churches. Well, I yeah, moved you churches. did. You did because your church was um, closed down. My church was closed down, and God decided to 
move us on, and so we moved on. Um, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. It awesome. Revival. So. <laughs> so I'm not having allergies. Um, I don't sound all nasally. At least I don't think I sound all nasally. Actually, it sounds pretty um, good. We did a, we did a check before we started, and, and it sounds pretty good. You know, it's gorgeous outside, so we decided. You know what the heck? Let's do our fiftieth outside on the porch. On the porch. So here we are. So it's, outside on the porch. It's, it's Pod Bros from the porch. Uh, does that make us Porch Bros? It it does. Porch Bros. It it could actually. This I, is Pod Bros. I was thinking of something bros. else, and I'm not going to say it, but. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, Lord. It's just, it's literally oh, the first Lord. thing that popped into my brain, um, but definitely not going to say it. So here's something fun. Uh, people have been getting saved in California mm-hmm. on the beach, mm-hmm. like in droves. Mm-hmm. So revival in California, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, because we can yell and scream about COVID-19 and we can yell and scream about um, racial, racial injustice. injustice. Um, but what the world really needs is Jesus. Truth be told. That is true. And not the, uh, Mexican guy that's going to come to your house and cut your lawn. No, that's Jesus. Right. It's got the little over the top of the J. The thingy over there. So, but, um, yeah, no, here we are, uh, doing some cool new sound stuff. Um, we actually have a wedding coming up, which is awesome. Uh, we are super excited for that. Right. Yeah. Um, and trying to think of what else we got going on. What else do we have going on? Tons and tons of work. Yes, tons and tons of work, actually. Like but literally, it's awesome. Like literally every single day of the week. And I am working on a project right now, which is pretty fantastic. Um, I'm not allowed to talk about much of it. No, you right are now, not. <laughs> but um, when we finally get around to finishing it up and it becomes... Public knowledge, stronger <laughs> quotes. It will be quite fantastic. Yes. Um, I've been working on it pretty steadily for about three weeks now. Yep. Yep. Two or three times a week. Um, and it is going to be a blast, literally. Yep. 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 It's pretty I def- cool. I definitely agree. Um, so, unfortunately, I can't really talk about it yet. So, um, I, I love how the the uh, the websites have changed. So let, let's jump on COVID nineteen for a moment, shall we? We kind of did already. We did, but let's go a little further. Okay. Um, first off, uh, if you are out there and you are wearing a mask, that is your choice. That is your right. Um, I, don't I, yell at me for it. I do have something to say about that because I talked to my friend who is in the medical field. Okay, I'm curious And now. he is a very... Sorry, I'm curious now. I moved away from He is a very rational thinking person, very level-headed. We actually agree on most things. Um, this I know this friend, yes. Yeah, you know him. Is he of our um, relative redness? Yes, and uh, our relative paleness, although right. he is definitely a few shades he paler. He definitely paler than, than we, are. we are. Yes, And that's so, only because I've been... Playing in the sun. So yeah, I was talking to him, and this is this is typically how I do things because you you pick up stuff on social media, you pick up stuff on the internet, and it's like, it's like you've got two groups of people that are that are chanting at each other, and it's almost like the Republicans and the Democrats. Right. They're chanting about something that really means nothing. It's like wear a mask, don't wear a mask. We don't 
we, we want this. We want that. It's like, no, we really don't want any of that Actually, stuff. Actually, nobody cares about you and your stupid mask. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, but it's like, you know, you have, you have all these people that are like yelling and screaming about this stuff. And it's like, I don't care. I just want you to leave me alone. That's all I want. I just want to be free. You know? Yep. It's like you get you get caught up on oh we, we need better education and we need better we need better housing for people and well, we need, I definitely think and we, we need, need more edu- education. we need more social justice and it's like you know what those things are nice they are. but they're not things that are propelled by the government and they're also not things that are super super important right now. Well, no, they are important. They're actually always important. But what I'm saying is that those issues are not issues that are supposed to be propelled by the government. Those are issues that are supposed to be propelled by people. Right. People, citizens of our country, the way our country works is that citizens of our country are supposed to propel forward things that are important to them. If education is something that's very important to you, don't go out and elect someone who says they're going to help fix education. Because it's not going to fix anything. What you should do is you should go and run to be on the board of education, of your local, of your local, your, your local uh, school, school district. district and affect some change from the inside because that's the real way that this is going to be fixed is when, and, and we've seen this before. As a matter of fact, we've seen this here in the Prescott area at least twice that I can remember, mm-hmm. if not three times, um, where the parents of the schools the parents of the area of the of the children got the together schools, got together and they said you know what we're sick and tired of our of our education being hijacked by this ridiculous agenda and our and our students not being able to learn how to read and write and not being prepared with the proper skills and tools to survive in society and they rallied together and they went to the school board and they said you're going to fix this or we're going to vote you all out and vote in people that will fix it right and in the and so in the case of Prescott um if any, you know, if you know what Liberty School or not Liberty School, uh, uh, Washington School is, Washington School was literally that. Washington School Was- existed. Washington Elementary School. It existed because the parents rallied around and said, "We want traditional education for our students," and they and, got it. And on top of that, along with that, because they they made the school and it was great for a little bit, but then it started to drift away, just like everything else. And the and the student, the teachers actually, not the the teachers and the principal, and the parents actually would have meetings. I was talking to uh, one of the guys who's a, um, I guess you could say he's a prominent member of the Prescott area, um, Pete. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's you know he's he's involved in a lot of stuff. He's but also he was, the, he's also a good uh, media contact. Yeah, he on is the good side on of the, good the side actual of reporting of media. So anyway. he was telling me that they would actually have weekly meetings where they would go through the curriculum with the parents. And the principal was so concerned about the parents and what they wanted their kids to be learning that he would go through the curriculum with them every week to make sure that they agreed with what was being taught to their students and that they weren't that their students weren't being taught stuff that was unnecessary. And actually, in a couple of cases, they they even would rip pages out of the curriculum that they were doing. Really? Because... It was fake because that happens all the time. You got some person writing a book and they're, you know, writing a textbook and they've got all this information in there and some random crap is thrown in there. Yeah. But and I'm... by the time the book is published, that piece of that piece of information is now false. Yeah. But unfortunately, the the only problem that I, I see with that system 
is that the parents do that on the elementary, middle school, and high school edge. Right. But it doesn't happen in the college edge. But And so you have these kids that have this base, and then they go to college, and then they get indoctrinated in college because, I mean, we're, we're seeing it right now. The, the news stories of these, of these teachers and these, you know, in some places it's the teachers of the elementary schools. In other places, it's these professors who are blatantly out and out not giving a care. And are planning on indoctrinating and truly and and you teach to teach is to indoctrinate, but like truly indoctrinating these kids against you know what their you know for their agenda whatever it may be. Uh, one of the one of the things I was listening to a podcast the other day and he he brought up a uh, an article um, about a, a teacher who tweeted out. That he was worried that the parents being able to hear his class because of Zoom was going to cause problems for his, for what he was teaching them. Yep, and that is the issue. That is what we're talking about. So anyway, in the case of Prescott Valley, the student, the the teacher, the parents. Excuse me, my mumbling here. The parents actually got themselves elected onto the onto the school board onto the school board and created and affected change and created uh, what's called Liberty Traditional School. Correct. That's in in Prescott Valley. And that's in Prescott Valley and it's actually one of the top schools in the entire state. Is it still? It was. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, cuz I know that it was and then those parents, their students moved through. Right. And so they stopped caring about that school in particular, which is what parents do, yeah. which is fine. Um, and then the school district came in and hamstrung it from from my memory. Yeah. Um, and I actually worked at the school district for a short time in there. Um, so I was a little bit privy to some of the stuff that was going on. I was a, mm-hmm. a bus driver. So but that's, then, this is then the, I heard what the later issue, on what was going on. What so. the issue here is that we have to continue to stay vigilant. Yes. And this is what my point is. This is the whole point. This little, this little bit of us going back and forth about this is that if something's important to you, if something's important enough for you to feel like you needed to vote for someone because they were going to affect change for you, you need to be the one who's doing it, especially if it's something that has to do with a local issue like education. Education is totally a local issue. It's not a state issue. It's not a federal issue. It's a local issue. It's the reason why you have a school district and a school board. And it's the reason why schooling is not mandated by the federal government, because it's not a federal issue. It's a local issue, because we're a republic. And in a republic, it's small, homogenous communities that make up a large community, that make up a state, federal government. That's how it works. That's how a republic works. The problem is, is that our republic has been hamstrung by the fact that people become complacent, or we have people that come into our country that want to change it and want it to make it something else. And the end result is... We end up with all these people that are upset about this stuff, and it's like, you're upset about this, but the simple fix is if we return to the republic, we return to our republic model, a lot of these issues will be taken care of. This whole this whole push right now about racism, right, which, by the way, didn't exist until it was, it was essentially eradicated and didn't exist again until 2008. Correct. When it was re when it was reintroduced at the moment when racism should be at its lowest point, correct? Because it should of, be on its dying 
on its deathbed, never to be seen again, a distant memory, a gravestone you see when you're walking through the through the cemetery. At that moment, it was re it was revitalized and and revitalized. I mean, let let let's talk about that for a moment. Revitalized in a way that doesn't make any sense. No, it does. It absolutely makes sense. Racism doesn't make sense, Luke. Well, that, that that's my point. My point is is that racism. So so we're talking about systemic racism. As much as as much as you want to argue the fact or not believe the fact that Obama is a full black man or whatever or a US citizen or, or whatever, a US citizen whatever or any the of that. that they wanted to the fact of the matter is for 8 years Two terms. Mm-hmm. We had a black president. Yeah. The highest office in the United States, the number one public servant, the chief yeah, of our chief. country, Commander chief. was a black man. For you to tell me now, four years after he's been out of office, that we have had systemic racism and it is a problem to the point that you have to riot in the streets, you got me. Because I don't see how that works when he was in charge. Now, that is from a rational thinking, logical logical person. That's exactly what he wanted. Right. He reinvented it. Right. Right. Um, I heard a commentary on it the other day. It said, you know, here's the problem is we're seeing when true racism exists, the stories of racism are not stories. They're the real deal. They're right. not made up. Right, 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 right. When racism doesn't exist, every story about racism is made up. It's a story. So the black man who beat the white man in the Macy's, why? Because he used the N-word. Supposedly. He didn't actually use the N-word. The facts came out. The video came out from the store. He didn't, he never used it. It was completely fabricated. Right. The uh the the lady who um was uh was assaulted or something like that by a white man. Suddenly it disappeared. Why? Cuz it actually never happened. Right. Right. Over and over and over again. And then on that same token, the um and and we're going to go there and I apologize in advance. This is going to be a little bit dark. But the five-year-old little boy that was was executed now in his front yard, right? Okay. So here, here's now here's here's my hang on. Here's my problem. Okay. Whether or not that little boy was killed by a black man or not, because it's alleged, right? They have they have eyewitnesses, but it was alleged. The problem that I have is that simply because he is a white little boy. There is no 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 talk of it, no notice of it, because in reality, what racism do we have in the United States? Because we do have systemic racism. Yeah, and it's, it's not, called affirmative action. And it's actually not in the it's not actually in the government. <coughs> Our systemic racism is at, racism is actually in the media. <coughs> Absolutely, the 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 mainstream media and in low information people. Who don't think for themselves. Who listen to the media. Who listen to the media. The media is is propelling the story of systemic racism. And let me clarify that. Not just media. Mainstream media. Yeah, for because sure. Because we, right now, are media. Yeah. You know? 
but we're well, not mainstream. Uh, here, here's the thing. This is what I wanted to say when you were talking about the little the little kid. This the issue here, the real issue here, is that it shouldn't matter that a black guy beat up a white guy in a Macy's. It shouldn't matter that that lady was attacked by a white guy, which ended up being not true. It shouldn't matter that the color of this guy's skin was black and the color of this little boy's skin was white. Right, none of that should matter. What should matter, if we are going to make this stuff national news, which this will actually go back to what I was saying before about the Republic, and I don't actually think that this is national newsworthy. This is local news. This is not national news. A black guy and a white guy getting into a confrontation right, in a Macy's, it really doesn't matter to me here in the in, Prescott area. In the rural Prescott area. And do you know why it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter for this simple reason. Because you're racist? No. Thank you. It doesn't matter because of this. When was the last time you saw anyone assault anyone else in this area? Oh, gosh. When was it? A while. Probably back when you were not it saved. It was actually before I was a Christian and when I was the and one. And you were the one assaulting Assaulting. Someone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is my point. We live in traditional, civilized America. And in traditional, civilized America, people don't beat each other up because we no, have- civil. Because we have civility. Hence, civil. And we care about other people. We may not show it all the time. We may be annoyed by you and your stupid ideas, but it doesn't give me the right to beat the crap out of you. Right, and we don't go around blatantly hating people is what is what it comes down what, to. Well, my point is, is that a story about a guy beating up another guy because of a racial issue, or for any issue at all for that matter, is really not something that's applicable to me in Prescott. Why is it national news? All, news, all of, yeah, the all point of it is of not news, applicable the, is point the point of news is so that I can be informed about important things that are happening. Okay, so can I can I take it to a little bit more painful of a, so, so of a level? Well, let, let me let me let me finish my thought here. This is this is what I'm getting at. If there's people going around in Prescott in the mall in our in our rinky-dink little mall in Prescott beating up people Yes. For the simple matter of what they perceive as social injustice. Right. Right? That is relevant to me. Correct. Because I live in the Prescott area. Sometimes I go to the mall. Not a lot because there isn't much up there anymore. Right. Most of the stores that I frequented. But but it's not relevant to anyone else out of the area. But it's not relevant to anyone outside of this area because people don't drive to Prescott to go to the Prescott Mall. Okay. Let's be honest. So now let me ask a question. Go ahead. Um, And this is a painful subject because we live here. Yeah. But in 2013, we had a horrendous fire and we lost 19 firefighters. Yeah. Um, Some of them were my friends. Yeah. uh, One of which I actually grew up with. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, his parents are still people I know. What we're saying then is that as tragic as those lives were that were lost, it's not national news. 
Is it? Or is it not? And so my thought process is this. Okay, so on this on this train of thought, yeah. my thought process would be it's not really national news. It doesn't affect the state of the country. Now, that being said, on the same ticket, the loss of 19 firefighters or first responders right. does affect the country in our patriotism. And the fact that the country banded together the way it did to show support for this rinky-dink little town in Arizona, Prescott, right, right. is kind of pretty awesome. But what we're seeing is we're seeing the positive side of the country coming together and showing support. And now we're seeing the other side. And the other side is these items that are not necessarily national news if they are going to be national news, then they should have the effect that the 19 had on the country where everyone reaches out, everyone wishes their hope. Let, let, let's, go, let's go a little further. Joplin, Missouri. Joplin, Missouri got, got blown out by a, by a tornado, right? Tornado right. went through this tiny right. little town, and people from all over the country banded together. Went to, some people went to Joplin, helped them rebuild. That is America. Okay. What we're dealing with right now is not. All right. So so what you're talking about is this. Before you finish, I am I am deeply saddened. Let me say it. I am deeply saddened by the 19. I have friends of them. Actually, one of my really good friends is the is the lone survivor. Um and he's an amazing guy. Right. Um and uh and it's and it's a tough situation and I am not cheapening or lessening that in any way. Continue. So essentially what you're talking about is you're talking about something that has been part of the American, I guess you could say, DNA. There are certain things that are part of what makes Americans Americans. Right. It's what makes us identifiable anywhere in the world. Our patriotism. No. Our tenacity. Americans you want to call it. will stick their neck out to help someone that they don't even know. Right. Right. When when. When an American is being portrayed in a movie where they're somewhere else in another country, or they say, oh, you guys are, you're so rash. You know, I, I always think of that, that scene from, uh, what was it, Patriot Games, where Harrison Ford's character jumps out and saves the, the people. Has no idea that they're royalty. They're just being attacked, and he steps he in steps and saves in the and day. Saves them. And that is literally the picture of America, is that we will literally bend over backwards to help you out to help you out we don't know you we don't know anything about you we don't need to but you're in trouble and you need help and i think that's what the issue is here now yeah that is what the issue is right now is that you're saying that you're in trouble we're in trouble we need help and what we're seeing is the exact opposite right right and i think that's the reason why a large number of the population is like, oh, this is a serious issue. Change channel. Ah, yes. I think that's what we're seeing right now. Well, it, it's like this, okay? And I, and we are. I think that the issue here, and this, it's it's amazing that you brought up the nineteen because it's such a perfect example. Because the nineteen were compared. In compare, they were put in in the same category as nine eleven. Correct. And to counter what you're saying about it being just local news. Which is why I said it. 
I absolutely agree with that distinction. Because what is the fundamental difference between someone who is having supposed racism foisted upon them by someone, their inability to function in society, right? Right. The, the irony of that is that here are all these people that are supposedly being oppressed, exercising their First Amendment. Right. Freely exercising your First you Amendment. Absolutely. And as long as they don't go destroy do stuff, doing. Yep. you can continue to exercise your Minus First Amendment. Minus the rioting and looting, yes. Which is not part of the First which Amendment. It's not part of the First Amendment. As a matter of fact, I believe the term is peacefully protesting. Correct. Um, well, and that is, that is once again, so, what the media is doing is they're playing word games. So here is the issue here. And also, by the way, a mostly peaceful protest means that it's not completely peaceful protest, which, which does not fit under, under peaceful protest. Just going to yeah, throw that out there. Most, mostly doesn't doesn't work. We're not going to mince words here. Um, a peaceful protest means that there's no violence. Just at all. Just want to throw that out there. Anyway, so what I'm saying is that unlike that, where it's a where it's a perceived in, injustice. Correct. A perceived grievance. Correct. In the case of things like 9-11, in the case of things like the 19 firefighters, it's not perceived. They're dead. Right. I know it's terrible to say it this way because it makes me kind of sound callous about but it. But there's no, there's no perception here. But it is what it I'm is. I'm not perceiving that your childhood friend, this per- I know of him. Yes. Um... I know his family. I'm yes. friends. I'm very good friends with his parents. Yeah. And it's like there's no getting around that this person, he's not going to come home to his, yeah, to his girlfriend anymore. Right. These 19 firefighters, they're not going to come home to their families. Correct. The firefighters, the policemen, the ambulance workers, the random citizens that ran into the twin towers the to towers. save people. They're dead. They're not. Coming They're home. never going to come right. back to their families again. Right. This is not perceived. This is not alleged. Correct. This is not a skin color issue. Right. Absolutely. This is not. an issue of I have made the ultimate sacrifice, and so we feel very rightfully obligated. Right. It's the reason why. Absolutely. The survivors. Of the Twin Towers, the fund that they set up for them, and whatever you feel about that, it's never going to not exist. Correct. They're never going to vote to let it sunset, ever. It's not going to happen because it's in our nature. It's in our DNA. Because it can't happen. As Americans. Right. It's in our DNA. This is what set us apart from the rest of the world. This is what put us that leg up. That leg it's up. what's continuing to set us apart. This because us apart. even still, even now, right, in all of this turmoil and all of this struggle, the DNA that makes Americans Americans still exists. It's still there. Correct. We can't get away from it. Correct. You, you drive by. It's the reason why panhandlers exist. You drive by a panhandler, and there's that little twinge inside of you that, that says, says, I need to give him something. I need to stop and give him something. Yeah. Even if it's something as simple as a bottle of water. Right. A bottle of water, I got you, a cheeseburger, whatever. It is in our nature to render aid to the less fortunate around us. Exactly. That is exactly it. The The statement of the of the Statue of Liberty, 
Send us your poor, your needy, your downtrodden, your weak, your destitute. Yep. So then let me take it another step. Okay. It's in our nature. So when we are forced and are told that these people are downtrodden and these people are abused right and these people are whatever and it's not true our response is what it is currently and is why there is such turmoil in our country right now because you know what let me say this i've been seeing this meme a bunch okay on on facebook and in social media i've been seeing this meme okay i support my black friends I do not support Black Lives Matter, the organization. Right. Because to me, black lives do matter, as does every other life. Yeah, for sure. All of it. Because life matters, period. That is. And I support my white friends. I do not support the KKK, right? Because I don't support hate groups. Yeah. I don't support liars. I don't support manipulators. Yeah. Right? That's what we're facing it's in what this makes, country right now. It, it's what makes the statement Black Lives Matter so offensive to so many people. Because it's offensive. It's an offensive statement to say Black Lives Matter. On the surface of of ignorance, it sounds like a great statement. Why, why does it sound that way? But, why does it sound that way? It sounds that way because I am concerned about everyone. Correct. And so when you tell me that black lives matter, well, what about that's why our response to that is always all lives matter. Yeah, because all lives do matter for you to tell me that black lives matter implies whether you meant it or not. Implies that other lives don't matter as much. Right. And then, of course, if we want to break it down, truly break it down, we can pull the numbers on abortion and you tell me just how much black lives matter. Or actually, for that matter, not just black lives, because the the second largest number on abortion is poverty under the under the under the the poverty line, the poverty line. The number jumps dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what this comes down to. As a matter of fact, that's what the people that were behind things like abortion. No, it's what they say. It's class warfare. The the best thing for a family, for a child, this is, you know, a statement, the best thing is for them to abort their child. Right. That's what they believe. So so let's take it another step then. <coughs> Are we at the bottom of the hour? We should pause for station identification. Okay. This is Porch Bros. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are pod bros coming from you uh coming from you to the back porch coming to you wow, this from is the weird. back porch we're just butchering this i'm butchering this is this okay right let's, let's stop can we stop again? again okay we stop again gosh you didn't even say that right <laughs> oh man it's bad we are pod bros a, a production, production of sound bros productions productions um and and we are very glad you're listening. Um, if you are listening to us at this point, you've probably already found us on all of the platforms we're on. So we're not going to name them all because that's just ridiculous. Also, um, we are part of the advertising now on Podbean. So there may actually be an advertising break somewhere in that Podbean. We appreciate you listening to it 
during our podcast um, because that actually gives us monetary gain, which is kind of cool. Um, if you don't like that and you own a business, please send us a note. We'll set up a thing for you to pay us directly and we'll advertise your business. Yeah. Um, and then it'll be better. Gladly. Than and it'll be way better than one of their because ads because what, it'll be pointless. Because it's what we do. It's what we do. Um, so, so, so to get back to that subject real quick, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you interrupted me and now I have to find my brain. <laughs> Where were we? Or we could just move on. We no no no. This was important. I wanted to say it. Well, I have no idea where your brain was. What at. were we talking about? Um, impoverished families. Impo- yeah, we were talking about abortion. Actually, abortion Impo- on uh, impoverished families. The the problem with any of of these types of things is that well, they're wrong. Period. Anyway, for you to for for you to oh okay, I, I apologize. Um, the, the thought process that goes into any of this stuff, uh, lends itself to, to lack of rational thinking. Right. Um, but more than that, here's a thought. The rest of the world. Okay. Uh, England, uh, uh, India, China, um, even, you know, even, even some, uh, even, uh, lots of African places, South America, Everywhere else in the world is a class system. You are in the upper class, you're in the middle class, uh, or you're in the upper class, or you're in the lower class. There is no middle class. And so the great American experiment is the fact that those from the lower class can move themselves into what America created, which was the middle class, and then through hard work and perseverance can move themselves into the quote-unquote upper class. Actually, so... The, the the epicness of the American experiment is that the upper class is only one percent. Correct. It's and, a very minute and amount. the and the middle class doesn't actually need to move up into the upper percentile. That no, is actually the middle class is very comfortable. That is actually the truth of the American experiment. That right. is the result of the American experiment. Right. The result is the middle class becomes the ruling class. It, right. And so what I'm saying is, is that these these people, whoever they may be, or and these professors that have been been pushing this line of 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 reasoning and whatever you want to call it, whether you want to call it socialism, Marxism, fascism, communism, communism, whatever, what this is, what we're looking at is we they they're stamping it with the name systemic racism. They are stamping it with the name of injustice, social injustice, racial injustice. The truth of it is the f- the fact of the matter is is that they are forcing a class warfare. Right. They are forcing class battle. Why? Because when I see the news and I see an entire group of people yelling and screaming about the the unfortunate and I mean that unfortunate death of a black man and then I see them do what they're doing, my view of it changes. And my sympathy to that man's family because he died, never minding the fact that he was a criminal and all these other things, my sympathy for them wanes and decreases. Why? Because I'm watching you act as if you really truly are a lower class. Right. You're acting as... 
for lack of a better term, you're acting as a serf. You're acting as the ignorant. You're acting as the unlearned and the unread, and yeah. you know all these you, things that we are... read about in the in the Middle Ages and the Dark Ages and the Castle Ages, right? With the Lord in the castle and the serfs all worked for the Lord. And you're acting as if that way. And I know from my experience of being in this country, right, and being told my whole life that I had this thing called white privilege, which let me just dispel that from for you for a moment, is a load of hooey. Because I ain't got any white privilege other than the fact that I was taught to work and I work for what I have. Um, I see that and I think to myself, I don't feel pity for you anymore. And on on top of that, I'm going to find out what's truly happened with this guy. Did does that police officer? Did he do wrong? There's no question there. I, I will never argue that point. Is his situation a bummer? Yes. Are all the facts there? No, they're not even remotely close to there. The body cam footage comes out from the police officer's body cam. And instead of clearing it up, it makes it more convoluted. Yeah. Right. But it does clear up a few things. It clears up the narrative, the narrative of I can't breathe. The narrative of a black man being singled out and 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 brutally murdered by a white cop. It changes that narrative and says, that's not exactly what happened. And what I'm seeing happened is not exactly along those lines. And I, I don't know where to go with this is what we're facing. Uh, you know, I this the, our 50th episode became uh, riots and covid. But well, well it's more riots. riots. We haven't you talked know, about we COVID haven't yet. Got, we haven't, we haven't gotten COVID. there yet. We've still got 20 minutes. I've got well, I've got covid on the line here, but. Um, and we're going to hear from them later, but more. <laughs> I, I think we should. I think we should let this rest for now and move on to something else. Um, we could go several episodes. You could listen to hundreds of podcasts that talk about this. Yeah, and, um, that's, and that's all that's ever talked about. And I, I hate that our fiftieth episode is that. Well, it doesn't necessarily going to end that. We may, re-record. but I, or we could just do two fiftieth episodes. Or whatever. Anyway. Um, or we could just do a really long 50th episode, and this is just the first half hour. The first hour, you mean? Are we already at an hour? We're at 42 minutes. Wow. So this is the first hour. So let's shift, right? So let's, let's talk about coronavirus let's jump until on the top of the hour, hey, and then... And then we'll talk about something else. We'll talk about fun, exciting something things. Something fun. I don't know what that yet, though. And frolicking. <laughs> fun and frolic. So... What alliteration. Um, so COVID-19. Uh Mr. Mathwiz, if you uh, would, please. Oh, hold on a sec. Are you referring to Wuhan 39? I am. Uh, the Kung Flu, as we called it originally. Um, Wuhan 39, uh, as is in the book. Uh, I think it's called Eyes of Darkness. Eyes of Darkness. We did mention um, it in a previous podcast. We did, we did. And so if we are incorrect on that, please um, fact check us <laughs> correctly. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> um, so, Mr. Mathwiz, tell me how I find out a percentage. So a percentage is you take um, to take to get a percentage. Typically, what you do, <coughs> excuse me, is you're gonna. Okay, hold on a sec here. Let me let me just say what I did because and normally because right. normally what I do is big I number, use a percentage. Big number divided by small number, and then that is the percentage, and we just move the decimal point. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, so that being the case. Of reported 
let me uh, let me okay, say. Okay, so it's funny that you're it. talking about this right now because we talked about all this. Me and my friend is okay. in the medical field. So, so when we first were doing our podcast back in March, yes, the percentage was I don't even remember what it was. Zero point zero zero four. Okay, or zero point zero zero two. So or something like that. Uh, of percentage, and that was in America, right? That was just America, or was that the world? That was global. It was global. Okay. So I, I think did a, I don't know. I, I did, all right, well, nonetheless, I, I did a global remember. percentage. So global confirmed cases are twenty one billion. Twenty one billion. Twenty one million. I'm gonna say eight hundred twenty six thousand. I mean, that sounds that sounds like a number that they would throw out there. I was trying to see if you were thinking, if you were paying attention, um, and if uh, I was going to be able to pull off a uh, uh, mainstream media hoax. But oh, it's I, twenty-one billion. You caught me on it. Um, okay, twenty-one million. Twenty-one million eight hundred twenty-six thousand. Okay, four hundred and fifty confirmed cases. Okay, deaths worldwide. Okay, worldwide. Seven hundred seventy-three thousand zero seventy-two. Okay, that is point zero five percent. Okay, worldwide. Okay, point zero five percent. That that is. 773,000 people that have passed away that that stinks. Well, uh, you know, I'm not going to not even going to pretend like that's not a bad thing because right. it is. Right. However, 5% of but less than 5%. You said point less zero. than a percent. Did you say 0.0503 is the 1397 percentage. Okay. 0.05 so point zero five, so that's not even one percent um, of and the that, confirmed cases. And that actually, uh, that is actually incorrect. I apologize. Okay, point five percent, and that's of the tested. Okay, that makes more sense because that fits it more in line with what my friend was talking. That about. is the tested. So, number of tests are three hundred eighty-eight million nine hundred sixty-three thousand one hundred ninety-four. Um, and the deceased are the 773. Um, so the deceased to confirmed is going to be higher than that, of course. Right. Because those numbers are much closer. I apologize. I, I did that. I, I messed that one up. So, um, um, and you're getting this off of the what? I'm actually getting off this the off the NCOV 219 Live. It is the website that was created by the uh, Avi Schiffman up in... Washington, and what is the data that they're using? And he is from? pulling data from the CDC, the WHO, and every other okay, local so city. The first everything thing that's there, right. everything right. that they report, he's just compiling it. So the first thing that my friend said was that the CDC is full of crap. They have been full of crap from the beginning. Like I said, as a matter reported, as a matter of fact, um, he told me they got a directive. That said, it's okay if you run out of masks dealing with COVID patients, you can just use two tissues. So these are the brilliant people that are telling us <laughs> wear a mask, how to take care of things, and what the requirements. No, 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 no. These are the people that are telling us the requirements for opening back up again. The same ones that said, it's okay, just wear two tissues. That's fantastic. So just, just to be clear. So... The, the mask issue. I actually want to talk about this because what my friend said well, let me, let me, is... Before we jump on okay, masks, I, 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 I do, some but let me, let me just say this. Okay. What he said about masks is actually the only logical argument I have ever heard about masks, and it's brilliant. Okay. Continue. Okay. I'll, I'll, when we get okay. to it, I'll talk so, about it. 
So this is the quick facts. This is uh, this is worldwide numbers. Okay. Number of total confirmed cases, uh, two hundred are uh, twenty-one million uh, eight hundred twenty-six thousand four hundred fifty. Total number of critical cases. These are cases that people are legitimately in the fight. Okay, for and their so life. according and so he to told, so, let me interject real quick. So he told me that uh, critical cases. What's defined by a critical case? Yeah, is that um, the uh, virus last the virus the effects of the virus last for longer than ten days. So they're not necessarily critical. They're no, no, just no. Sick. They, they're your body. So what from what from what the data is that they've collected, your body is fights it for ten days, and you either get better or your fever continues, and then you're moved into a different category. Okay. okay. So just to just to clarify so that, that is okay. So definition of critical. So there's sixty four thousand three hundred twenty nine of those, and 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 it is critical worldwide. It is critical because. Uh, it's a low fever, but it's okay. still a fever. So your your body, so a low fever. So your can body's be like not fully fighting. A hundred degrees, a hundred one degrees. Okay, it's super dangerous for your body to be that hot. Right. Uh, it's something. This is something that a lot of people don't understand about about fevers. About fevers is that the reason why your body heats up like that is to kill the virus. What's super dangerous about the coronavirus is that it's a low fever, and so it doesn't actually kill the virus all the way. Right. So it's it's kind of. It's kind of like a, like an egg salad sandwich that's been sitting out in the sun. I guess if you want to describe it that way. But what's what I'm saying is that it's super dangerous to keep your body at that temperature all the time. Okay, so uh, deceased, passed away, seven hundred seventy-three thousand zero seventy-two, and I'm going to put an asterisk on that because of how many uh, just in America of false reports. Right. Um, right, right, and, right, right. And when I mean fa- when I say false reports, I am not saying that these people didn't die. What I'm saying is, is they were reported as dying from COVID nineteen, even though they had died from um, something else at the time of. You right? mean like Miami not having any? Miami, uh, New York City, uh, uh, both well, Miami and New York City not having any suicides, homicides. heart attacks, homicides, flu deaths, anything. Only COVID for, what, months? Two, I think it was two, like three, two months. Two months. So those, that number, like I said, asterisk. We don't know the real numbers, and we probably never will. Right. Um, total active cases. Um, so what did he say are the, the definition of active? No, so an active case is just you, is ha- you are infected they have, and you are showing symptoms. Oh, the, not just tested positive? No, just because you can test positive and be asymptomatic. Okay. And they're saying... Now, according to the data that they have, see, see what's great now is that because it's August and they've been heavily testing and heavily collecting data now, and it's been seven, eight months of coronavirus, they can now say half of the cases that test positive are asymptomatic. Right, right. Which I will happily say again, Podbros called from the beginning. Yes, we did. Um, anyway. Uh, so total active cases six million five hundred fifty three thousand. So essentially five hundred sixty seven. Divide that number in half. Okay, so three million essentially, uh, or just over three million. Asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. Okay, total recovered fourteen million three hundred fifty eight thousand thirty three. Asterisk. 
Asterisk, continue. Arizona has not reported any recovered cases. How is that even possible? How is that possible when I personally know people that got it and got fine? If you look up, we'll we'll do it in a minute. Coronavirus in in Arizona? No, not in Arizona. You just look up coronavirus and your your location is on. The first thing that will pop up is cases, deaths, recovered. Recovered has no number. Wow. So, uh, and then total number of vaccines in development one hundred and sixty four. Yes, that is correct. Also, asterisk. No, that's not an asterisk. There are actually a hundred and awesome something versions of the vaccine in, in in active. Although I will say, there are certain ones that you probably shouldn't use. Uh, yeah. And I will be one of the first to say that I am in this regard. I am on the Novax um, bandwagon. Bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. You ain't touching me with one of them needles. I'll take my chances. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's your day, man. Um, so, <laughs> so that yeah, so that's that. So that, then let's jump. We're going to jump to the United States so we can give the U.S. numbers. Okay. Um, U.S. numbers. Uh, total confirmed cases. Um, um, and the, the, these are actually kind of, these are cool comparatively. And I, I haven't actually done the percentage and I'm going to do that right now while we're, while, while I'm talking about it. Okay. Uh, total number of confirmed cases in the United States, according to all of the reports, these are, these are simply reported. I'm not telling you whether or not this is true or not. This is just what the local governments and whatnot have reported. So, Uh, confirmed cases, 5,566,632. Uh, critical is, uh, 17,237. Total number of tests, 70,960,630. Active, uh, 2,510,374 recovery uh, recovered 2,922,724 and total deceased in the U.S. is 173,128 and that of course is going to come with an asterisk um, because of what we just mentioned earlier about all of the misreporting from the big cities and everywhere else that has gotten okay, figured so, out. So you do that. I'm going to come up look, with the percentages here. Look at Yavapai County in Arizona. Yeah, zero recovered and zero in... There's Arizona. not even a zero. It's just a line. It's just a line. Yeah, they're not reporting it at all. Yeah, which is ridiculous. So what am I doing? Um, no, I'm going to do the... Uh, the percentage? So I'm going to do the percentage of deaths to confirmed cases, right? Yeah, let's do that. Or should I do percentage of deaths to, uh, well, we'll do the percentage of deaths to confirmed cases. We'll do that first. That's actually the most accurate way to do it. Um, So we have 5,566,632, and deaths were 173,128. It actually would be misinformation to do it any other way. 0.3%. Okay. Um. That's percentage of deaths to per, to confirmed cases. Yeah. So 0.3%. That's actually the most accurate way to do the reporting, to do the percentage on the reporting. Okay, on the reporting. But what about the percentage of deaths compared to the actual 
number of people in the United States. Doesn't matter. Why? It doesn't matter because what you're looking at with a pandemic, strong air quotes, or a virus in general, like the flu or Ebola or something like that, is you're looking at how effective it is at when it's at when someone is actually with the infected. That have actually gotten it. What you're you're not looking at what 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 you would be looking at actually. This is what you would be looking at. If you were going to compare something to the population of the United States, you would compare the number of people infected to the number of people in the United States. Because if you're doing that, what you're looking at is you're looking at how effective the virus is at spreading. Oh, okay. So let's do that. So 331 million. So the the point 3 that you came up with, that uh, is that, I think that was correct. Incorrect. I'm sorry. I hit the wrong button. That is that is the percentage um that is the that is the effectiveness. I hate to say it that way because it makes it sound like we're we're doing a statistical thing, but that's what we're doing. It's the effectiveness of the virus. Right? Point, point zero zero five? No, point five. Percent? Point five percent. We see. Show me. Um, we should probably be talking while we're doing this. Yeah, we should. Oh, darn it. Whatever. Anyway. No. So what uh, that what yes. that is is that point five. So point five percent of the population has gotten it, has been infected by it. Correct. So out of three hundred and thirty-one million. Right. So that's what you're looking at there. So what that is is that not showing, even a percent. That's showing how effective the virus is at spreading. And it only and it only took us. They're saying January. My my thought is it's actually more like November. November. Yeah, November. But even still, in less than a year, the virus has already affected 05 percent of the population. Okay, that's that's what you'd be looking is that at. Weak sauce? No, no, actually not. In, in terms of virus, it's actually a very effective virus comparatively. Um, things like the flu right. have, like, nothing. Ebola. You all right there, yep, bud? I'm good. <coughs> are, 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 like, their, their effectiveness the is, moved. like, you know, depending on what you're looking at, that effectiveness is very, very different. Now, with Ebola, yeah. With Ebola, it's a little different because Ebola is actually very contagious. But it's so it the virus just demolishes your body super fast, right? So, so what we're talking about is we're talking about a virus that is so effective, but it's not killing people. It's not killing certain kinds of people. That's something that there was a study that was done in England about this, and it actually is there is conclusive evidence that blood type has a major factor in. The people that are getting, that are having, that are showing symptoms, right. and they're and the people that are dying, and it, they haven't said it conclusively yet because they don't have enough data yet, but they're pretty sure that there is actually a genetic component as well, which would make sense if there were blood type, 
if your blood type was affected, was affecting the virus, then it makes sense that um, that uh, your genetics would affect it as well. You know what I mean? <coughs> yes. So, um, the wind caught me on that one. Let's, uh, let's talk about masks. Ooh. Are we past the top? Because we're at the top of the hour right now. This is Pod Rose coming at you from the porch. Hey. The old homestead. The old <laughs> the old homestead out in the middle of Cheener Valley. We are a production of Soundbose Productions. Productions. Um, um, yeah. So, masks. That was an entire hour about racism and COVID. So let's let's talk about masks real quick. And then let's talk about something nice. And then we'll talk about something light and fun. Oh, no, I do have a little bit of a rant before we get to that, but it's it's just it's just the entertainment. Are rant. you going to be ranting and raving? <laughs> anyway, those happy hamsters that have been space hamsters flagged on YouTube as offensive. <laughs> as offensive, it's so funny. Anyway, um, so masks. The argument goes back and forth on the internet. The effectiveness of masks, the ineffectiveness of masks, blah, blah, blah. In my opinion, it's all bull crap. If you're yelling and screaming at me about wearing a mask or you're yelling and screaming at someone not wearing a mask. for not wearing a mask, you've got issues. So, fun story. Uh, went into a restaurant today. Okay. And they... Um, which is a very common thing for people on Sundays. Which is a very common thing for people on Sundays. I'll be honest. I am a no-masker. Okay. Um... I do not believe in screaming at people over it. I don't believe in being a jerk about it. Um, or shaming people. I'm not shaming people for it. However. Do you think that we should have a big rally and burn all of the masks? Not quite. We're not quite there yet. I don't because think. that was suggested to me on Saturday. Was it really? Yes. Awesome. Um, I don't think we're quite there yet. I know that that's coming, especially if we're looking at history and it has repeating itself. It's coming. Uh, but I don't think we're there yet. Okay. What I do think, uh, so, but what I do have a problem with is that when I walk into your business mm-hmm. and you have a sign up that says masks are required to be in this business mm-hmm. um, and I don't wear a mask. And so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of being that guy who's just like, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm just going right. to walk in and try. A lot of places are just like, yeah, it's your right. I'm not going to really enforce it. Right. Don't, don't be a jerk. You know, don't be go- running around hacking at people. Right. I went into this place to get food, and my, I might have been a little oversensitive about it, but the 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 young lady behind the counter was a complete jerk about it. Okay, um, and so she, you know, uh, we require masks to be in this, and I said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I I didn't bring one," you know, because I didn't bring one, um, and we just came to get food and and leave. We can't even eat in the building. It's right. A, it's a chain restaurant. Yep. Uh, no names, um, uh, but the initials rhyme with uh, Handa. Um, That's really funny. I was just talking about that espresso, earlier today. Espresso. 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 <laughs> <laughs> a hand of espresso. Um, anyway, um, and so I, I looked at her. and I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. We, I, I said we don't. We, you know, we don't have them. Uh, we're just grabbing food and leaving. Like we're we're not going to be here that long." Right. And she goes, "Well, our drive-through doesn't require a mask, so you can use that." Wow. And uh, and I looked at her and I said, well, you just lost business. I said it just like that. And I turned and walked out the door. Now, the people I was with got in the truck and drove through the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I think, like, 
I think that that's the problem, I think, is is the issue here. Is. Is if you want to require a mask for your business, require a mask for your business. That That's your prerogative. 100%. It's your business. And it's also my prerogative to choose to not wear a mask and thereby have the consequences of not right. wearing a mask. That's how it works. I.e. not being able to walk through... Uh, the the building. Sorry, I saw orange out of the corner of my eye. I thought it was fire, and it was not. It was uh, it was orange lights. Yeah, uh, flashing orange lights. Um, and so um, and so that's your prerogative. That, that, that's totally fine. And truthfully, if you're going to be a business and you're going to require them to wear a mask, personally, I think requiring someone to wear a mask in a restaurant is ridiculous. Just going to throw that out there. The ridiculous part is requiring me to wear a mask, requiring someone to wear so, a mask from the door to the seat. That's what I mean. And then taking it off. This particular place had no seats available, and so right. they were simply requiring you to wear a mask as you walk through. Which is also like, stupid. Like I said, I think it's stupid because yeah. the people behind the counter are wearing one. And so me behind the big plexiglass thing that they now have up, and there's no one else in the building, I think is ridiculous. However, it is their prerogative. Well, I personally believe that the reason the mask thing is going the way it's going still is that people are not doing people are not doing what I did. And what I did was I'm not going to th- this goes two ways. You're going to deny me. I'm not going to go and give you money in the way that you want me to. Right? Okay. Yeah, because yeah. of the freedom that we have in this country. Okay. I don't like drive-thrus. I never have. This particular place, I don't want to go through your drive-thru to Their get drive-thru food. Their drive-thru is actually the worst. I want to I want to see you put my food in the thing. Like that's the whole point of that particular place. If I go to you know, if I go to Burger King, you know, and get some fresh fries. Um <laughs> um uh reference there. Sorry. Um and get They some, don't own french fries. And get some fresh fries. I don't mind going through the drive-thru. That's what that building is designed for. I mean, they're designed for quick, super fast. You know, the drive-thru is and just... you go inside, you can't see the food anyway. Exactly. Exactly. And so my 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 response to that is, you deny me from coming in. Uh, what do you got? I don't know. It just sounded like something was crawling through the bushes. The bushes yeah. Oh, it's probably the cat that lives out of the house. Oh, okay. Um... You're going to deny me that? Fine. Then you also don't get my money. Right. right. Period. Not just in the building. Over here, too. Um, but so. But people are just like, whatever, we'll, dri- we'll, we'll go through the drive-thru. And so, and so these companies are not... The, the, what I'm saying is, is that I have to pay the consequences of not being able to come in and purchase food or whatever it is in your business, but you don't have to pay the consequences of requiring that. Right. So... And I and I'm I, what I'm talking about here is fairness, which the world is not fair. To to so please don't send us an email and be like you're an idiot. Life's not fair. I know that already. Continue. I really want. I really want to know what it is. Or something. So or a lizard. Um. What I was gonna say is, I think it's stupid when I, I think it's dumb for restaurants, for grocery stores and retail stores. I think that if you're going to require someone to wear a mask, I think you should do it the way Costco does it. Yes, Costco requires you to wear a mask. And you know what they have at the front door? Masks. A box of masks. Because you know what a good percentage of the population is going to do? 
that shops at your store, they're going to wear a mask. When you ask them to do put you it know, on, when you provide it for do them. Do you know? No, without you providing it for them. Do you know why? Because the other thing about Americans is that we're very um, accommodating. We are very accommodating to people. Yeah, absolutely. You want me to wear a mask? All right, I'll wear a mask. Especially at a place like Costco, which is a which is a exclusive club. Correct. Correct. And well, for those few people that don't wear a mask, Costco provides a mask. Right. America doesn't mind complying. No, absolutely not. We really don't. We're we're but that comes back to our original conversation of being civilized. Being civilized. Absolutely. We, we see you with a problem and so, we want to help you with it. So this so this mask situation. I brought this up. Actually, it's how I started the conversation with him. Um, and he explained to me why masks are actually very effective. Okay. Like, extremely effective. Like, more effective than anyone is talking about. Okay. So, coronavirus is primarily a drip virus. Right. Which means that it's liquid. Yeah. It's in a liquid state, which means that literally anything... That catches something and prevents it from going into your mouth or nose is effective. Okay. Literally anything. So my question is, what about all the studies that say that they don't actually catch this the stuff? Because it gets on your face. We're and talking it gets on about your okay, and it gets but that's here. Now you're talking about people being cleanly. Yes, it's on your face. Yes, it's on your head. Yes, it's in your hair. You take a shower every day, don't you? I do. So what are you worried about then? I'm actually not worried about it. But, no, but you, you understand but yeah. what my point is? This is this is my this is my point. This is a this is a primarily liquid virus. Okay. That's spread primarily through liquid, which means that wearing this mask is actually very effective. However, now they're saying, "Oh, it's a it's an aerosolized virus, and that's where this whole issue with masks is coming up. Because if it's an aerosolized virus, guess masks what your mask work. is going to do? Jack squat. <coughs> Excuse me. Unless you're wearing an M95 mask, which even an M95 mask, he was. we were talking about that too, even an M95 mask still lets through 5%. Okay, so, so this brings up another point. And the mask that you are wearing... The most of the masks that people are wearing, Cloth. it's not a seal. Yeah, it's not a seal. Stuff can still get in from the sides. So, so point. Okay, you. I and I, I'm not arguing the point of the spittle and the and the water and all that stuff. That, that I'm with it. I'm with you, hundred percent. Okay. The problem that I have is I was talking to a lady Friday night. Okay. okay. Friday night we went out uh, after our Bible study. We went to a wonderful restaurant in Presque Valley, and I'm going to give them a free plug. Colt Barbecue. Absolutely delicious food. Great place. Um, great atmosphere. Haven't had a bad meal. Have not had a bad meal there. And I and we've tried a bunch of things on the menu. And I've had great service the whole oh, time. The service is, is great. And the people are super nice. And I friendly. Mean, it is, it is, and, and, and when I say super nice, I mean like to the top. Like the manager is... Like, really nice, which, in my experience, is rare, you know? Like, usually the manager's a complete, you know, um, jack wagon, or whatever you want to call it, jack wagon. 
I'm trying to be PC. Yes, yes, um, I got that. And so, so I'm talking to this lovely little this little uh, this little girl behind the counter, and she's she's taking my order, right? And uh, and and I I just made a passing comment about the mask because I like to pick about him just for fun. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and so I make a comment about the mask, and she goes, "Oh, these are the worst." And and she, you know, and so I'm talking to her, and I'm and I'm like, you know, she's talking about she's like, I hate the mask. They're uncomfortable, and I can't breathe. Um, but more than that, it kind of it's making my acne break out. And so I, I so I asked her, I'm like, how old are you? And she goes, oh, I'm 17. I'm like, okay. So you're right in the middle of the puberty, right? And you've got right. all of this stuff on your face. Right. And I said, so why is it causing your acne so bad? And she goes, well, because it's got makeup all over the mask. <laughs> and I said, well, don't you wash your mask? And she goes, I can't. It's got makeup all over it. Now, that's not an isolated incident. I'm, I'm looking at all these people, and this is, this is where my argument goes. You're telling me that the cloth mask that you have in your car that you put on when you have to go into a place that has a mask, when you are done in that place, you go home, you wash your mask in hot water and bleach and let it dry, and then wear it again. Okay. Every time, right? That's how it works? Is that how you do that? No, that's not how you do that. You take a mask or a cloth or a face shield or whatever it is. You put it on your face. You wear it in these places that are required. You take it off, leave it in your car, and it doesn't get washed for a while. More than likely but hey, my for car gets days. Up, hey, my car gets up to about 130 degrees during the daytime. It should be enough to kill the virus. <laughs> Okay. No, I'm 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 not. I'm I mean, being argument, facetious. But okay. I'm being facetious. But my but my point remains. Your your point is I actually am... is actually the point. Is that a clean mask? Is that a new mask? Is that fancy little cloth mask you're wearing that's got a sports logo on it or it's got some pithy Christian Saying. statement on yeah. it or yeah. some yeah. pithy uh uh patriot patriotic statement on it? When was the last time you cleaned that thing? If ever. Right. If ever. If ever. When was the last time you cleaned it? And since we're on the subject of cleaned it, uh, when was the last time you changed those gloves? Oh, yeah. Seriously. Or let, let's, let's go there. Uh, when was the last time you took the plastic wrap that you have on the card reader at oh. the supermarket? Oh, gosh. When was the last time you cleaned that, either wiped it down or took it completely off? Because I was at the supermarket the other day, and uh, I watched at least six people go through, use their cards, touch those numbers, and then it was my turn. And nobody touched anything. Yeah. And so that is my argument with the mask, is very simply, do do they work for the spittle? 100%. Do they work for aerosol? Not even a little bit. Not even close. Is it worth the effort because of what else is required to keep the mask clean? No, it's not. And I think that's the issue here. But I think ultimately the issue with masks comes down to this. This is America. Land of the free. Yep. Home of the brave. Yep. Just going to throw that in there because... Home of the brave is very important because why? Because me choosing to not wear a mask and go out in public when there's this... 0.5% virus 
that can attack people. Right. And some people have actually died from COVID. Right. Specifically, we don't from know it. the number, but from COVID, it is very brave of me to not wear a mask. Some some could say that it's foolhardy or reckless, f- or reckless but the point but remains the same. Is, it's brave. It is my right to go out and not wear a mask. Can you push that door closed? No, that's as far closed as it goes. No, it's not latched. I know. Because oh. the cord's in the way. That would be why it's not latched. Don't mind me. It's actually been like that the whole time. It hasn't. It's been bugging me the whole time. And I was going to say something, and then you said the cord, and I should have just thought about that beforehand. So, because we didn't plug in out here. We plugged in inside. So, so anyway. this, is, this, is, this is ultimately the issue, and this is the issue that I've had with this situation from the beginning. Is the fact that, that this is a right. This is a rights issue. As a matter of fact, from the very beginning, this and has... Gonna, and, and let me play devil's advocate as soon as you're done with that. Okay. Just for fun. But this has always been a rights issue. From the very beginning, this has been a rights issue. This has been, do American citizens that live in China have the right to come back to their home country? Absolutely. Do they have the right to stay in lockdown in China? Absolutely. As long as China's okay with it, because it's China's country. Because it's China's country. Do American citizens have the right to travel outside their homes? Do American citizens have the right to travel around outside their homes without being restricted? Correct. Do they have that right? Yes. Do American citizens have that? No, that's yes. the question. We do have that right. No, no. That's that. this is the question well, that I'm we're asking. supposed to. Do they have that right? We're supposed to. Or is that right circumvented or restricted when the public safety is at risk? Right. That is what the issue has been in this whole situation from the very beginning. Has been, do these rights that we have, these these truths that we hold to be self-evident, are they self-evident anymore? No, they're not. Do you have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Well, and, and that's and that's part of what that comes down to is that here we are in August of 2020. Right. 200 and something years after our country was, was founded. You know, founded. Mm-hmm. And we're having a discussion over the rights. Still. That shouldn't even really be questioned. This is this is the issue that I was talking about before. We have to remain vigilant. And part of being vigilant is understanding that this attack on our rights, right. this constant never-ending attack on our rights comes at us from every angle. Yep. And it will continue and it won't ever stop. Right. But my my point is is that it comes back to class warfare. And the class warfare that we're facing is because class warfare is everywhere in the world, and they can't handle the fact that class warfare is not in America. Because for years, like you said earlier about the Statue of Liberty, bring me your, bring me your tired, bring me your sick, bring right. me your impoverished. Right, 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 right. And for years we did that. We still do that. And we still do that. And yet... There is this underlying undertone in the rest of the world that doesn't like the fact that we are that way. 
I think that it has to do with this issue. Because, yes, send us your poor, send us your destitute, send us your downtrodden. Right. But what do we do with those people? They stop being poor. They, they stop, stop being destitute. destitute and they stop, stop being, being downtrodden. downtrodden. And what do they become? Productive. Effective. Wealthy. Yep. Look at look at the epic immigrants of the American experiment. Every time. The the best example is Andrew Carnegie. Was an yep. immigrant yep. from another country. Yep. Who came to the United States, got a job at a railroad company. <laughs> yeah. Saw some potential yep. because he wasn't being oppressed in his home country anymore. Right. He was living in the United States, which allows for people to grow. And he Freedom. sold his idea to the train company for a portion of the shares of the company. Right. Right. And then ultimately bought out the company and made American Steel, which was the first million-dollar company yep. in the United States. First million-dollar company in the world. Yeah, Ultimately leading to, of course, um, Rockefeller buying it out. Um, and you know, you have the Carnegie, he, he is, he was one of the, one of the most amazing philanthropists in, in the United States, the DNA of the United States is injected into the immigrants of, of our country that come to our country, people that become immigrants to our country, ultimately to become citizens of our country, that DNA is injected into them. It's, it's injected into them, and it becomes part of them. And like we've seen so many other places in history, the immigrants or the conquerors or whoever it is, right. when the DNA of whatever country they've migrated to or taken over or whatever is injected into them, they become more of that country, more of what they are and what they believe in than the people that are living there. The Mongolians that invaded China during Genghis Khan's reign and then Kublai Khan and, and Timurlane and all these different these different guys were way more Chinese right. than the Chinese that were living in China at the time. Right. How is that? It's because they the DNA of China was injected into them. It is the it is the age old adage that the student becomes the master. Exactly. And so let me take it one step further. We see this all the time in what? Christianity. Oh, yeah, for sure. This Absolutely. is what we see in Christianity. You have someone who has been living for themselves, living in sin, right? Falling short, missing the mark. Yeah. They become a Christian. They give their life to Jesus. They get sold out. And suddenly, to, to everybody else, it seems suddenly. But suddenly they they become something more. Right. You surpass. Who do you surpass? Well, you surpass you surpass that person who preached to you in the first place. You surpass that pastor who pastored you for all those years, or at least you should. Right. These are those things. This is how you grow. Right. You know these. Are, this is what makes America great. This is what makes. Uh, Christianity so amazing, right? Well, you so, don't see this with any other religion. And so now you've come to something I want to talk about earlier, but I, I kind of felt like I needed to wait. And, of course, here we are. Here we are because that's the way that 
ultimately the conversation is going to go when you're talking about the United States and the fundamental fundamental DNA of the United States. Yes. Because what is part of the fundamental DNA of the United States? Christianity. Christianity. Christianity God. is the only religion in the world, yeah. despite what anyone might say, despite what anyone believes, yeah. Christianity is the only country in the world, is the only country, the only religion in the world that allows for equality in race, in gender, in class, in class, and in religion. Everything. And in religion. And Absolutely. In religion. Christianity Christian, you, is the only religion you cannot that says, have yep. that says yep. Yep. it's okay that you're not a Christian yet. Yet. Let me take it a step. Or ever. Or ever. It's true. I mean, we we are firm believers in Jesus, and we are sold out believers in Jesus. And so the Bible says that God is not willing that anyone should perish and that all should come to eternal life. And repentance. Yeah. And repentance. But at the same time, and when we say Christianity, we're not talking about we're not talking about the fifteenth century Catholicism and the Spanish Inquisition and the and these and these offshoots of strange no, no, doctrine. I, I I feel like there is a certain necessity of saying that yes, we are talking about that. Because well, that's the argument that people always have. Well, no, that, here, here's well, Christianity the did the same thing that all these other okay, religions did. Okay, but here's the thing, though. When you're talking about Christianity, I feel like this is an important thing that a lot of, a lot of people do when they tell subjective history. Correct. We're only going to talk about the good stuff. We're not talking about the bad stuff. We have to talk about the bad stuff. We have to talk about the fact that the Spanish Inquisition existed. Right. And they were... Picking Un- people around. Right. They were under the banner of Christianity. They were under the banner of Christianity. We have yeah, to talk okay. about the fact yeah, right. that the Holy Roman Empire under the Catholic Church had the Second Crusade, the Third Crusade, and the Fourth Crusade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I specifically a- didn't mention a- the First Crusade. Effectively trying because to Because the First Crusade was not sponsored by the Catholic Church. That was an after-the-fact thing. Really? The First Crusade was actually... Lords and kings in 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 England and France and Germany rallying Pardos your uh, your regular history lesson. Yes, thank <laughs> <Continue>. you. <laughs> rallying together because they saw the issue. Correct of the Moors. It was a twofold right. issue. Was the Moors? Uh, no, the Moors were from Spain. It was the issue of the of Saladin the nah, Turks. Yes, sorry. Yes, not specifically Saladin. Saladin came about actually because of the Crusade. He actually became. Right. The first crusade right. actually gave him legitimacy because he was effective against the against the crusaders. Right. But they saw the issue of an invasion of an invasive idea of an oppressive idea. Oppressive. Because yeah, even that, then, the key. even then with the oppressiveness that you read about in the Catholic Church of science and all these different things, even then they saw this other thing as actually being more oppressive. More oppressive, right. Right. They actually they actually and I, I, I would I hate to say it this way, but very accurately perceived it that way. Correct. Well, and that's that's what I was going to say. And so that... and so this is this was my point is this is what my point is. My point is is that we can't deny the aspects of Christianity under the banner of Christianity. Under the under the banner of Christianity. What we can do though is we can say, "Tell me another religion, any other religion." Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. 
besides Christianity and Judaism that allows for other religions, including, and I'm going to go there, including the exact opposite religion. Mm -hmm. Because here in America, we have Christians and we have Satanists. Yeah. That believe completely opposite of what we believe. Literally the opposite. And we allow them. Why? Because at the end of the day, Jesus dying on the cross was about one very specific thing. His incredibly great love for us. Because when you talk about true Christianity and the breakdown of true Christianity, it ends on love. Yep. Jesus is love so much that he died for us without the requirement of anything else from us other than to accept it or not accept it. Yep. That's it. That's what it boils down to. And so what we see in our country right now is we see a, a fundamental breakdown of that missing love, right? These rioters screaming up and down, screaming about these different lives matter and we, did, we demand reparations and all this stuff. Well, where is your love for your fellow man? Where is your love for your country? Where is your love for anything other than yourself in, the, in that regard, right? Where is that? Because it's not there. And where do you see all of the support coming from? You know, there are good people in the world. I'm not going to argue that point. There are people that don't even claim to be Christians that are good people in the world. But I would posit to guess, and I'd, I'd stand on this, this assert, assertion, that most of the support for a lot of these places and a lot of these things comes from the, you know, as we call it in the country, the evangelical side, right? The Christian side, the people who support for what support for anything. Um, you, you look at the things that are going on, the, the GoFundMes and all these things and people just, they pour of themselves out. Right. I mean, there's, there's a reason why there's a reason why and I'm, I'm going to go there, but there's a reason why most churches don't really have an issue with funding themselves. That's true. Right? There's a reason why there are massive mega churches in our country. Because people when you when when you give your life to Jesus, one of the things that changes is you want to give of your money and your You're time saved. and yourself. Your checkbook is saved. Right? How many times have we heard that in our lives? Yep. Hundreds. You know? Um, and, 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 and not just, not just financially. I mean, I'm, I'm and talking so, everything. And so we're talking about, let's go back to what I said before. We're talking about the parallel view in the DNA of what makes America, America. Correct. America is a Christian nation, a giving Christian nation. It's a Christian nation. It's Which in the DNA we are of us. Yes. This is the reason why all those... Those 19 firefighters died, and the entire country rallied around them. Absolutely. This is the reason why, yes, we were attacked. Yes, it was terrible. But why did we rally? We rallied because people died. Yep. That's why we rallied. Yep. Because there's something in our DNA that says we need to help. Yep. It's the reason why when Haiti got an earthquake, when uh, Indonesia got a tsunami, when Japan- Which is why which is, any other country in the world- Go ahead. Japan, no, go which ahead. is which is a modern country that has epic infrastructure and epic money 
they got an earthquake and a tsunami and we rallied around Japan. Yep. Why? And when you look at the numbers anywhere in the world when there is a tragedy, where does most of the aid and the money come from? Two countries. America and... And Israel. And Israel. As a matter of fact, with Haiti, Israel was there first. Yep. They actually had aid boats there before the United States did. Yep. Israel is aiding Lebanon, I believe, right now. Beirut. Because of the 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 explosion. explosion in Beirut. The explosion that, by the conspiracy theorists, is saying that they were making bombs. They were. But, it was. It was a. Bomb, they were stockpiling uh, the storage of missiles product. They were storing. You no, know, they were actually storing completed missile products. Completed missile products, and and their enemy is Israel, and their enemy is helping them. So we said all of that to say this. If you're not a Christian, you could be a Christian and you can give your life to Jesus. And it's not all wine and roses, but it's the best thing you could ever do. It really is. Nothing compares to this. It really doesn't. Literally really nothing. Doesn't. And and speaking from experience, when, when that moment comes when you when you fully sell out to Jesus and and you're and you're so just living in what he wants you to do. Oh, man. It's pretty stinking awesome. To quote some people that I know, it's effing amazing. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. So, on that same note, since we, uh, back in March, we were talking about our Thursday Night Elements meeting. Oh, yeah. That that hasn't been meeting for quite a few months uh, because the church that was hosting it um, has been closed down. Um, there's hope on the horizon, folks. Um, I don't have an exact date yet, but we're hoping to start up here coming up. To resume? Point. To resume uh, the the Elements Recovery Meeting, which I'm at, I'll be honest, I'm kind of excited about. I, I have missed it. It's very enjoyable, uh, actually. It is very enjoyable. I, I'm i a little torn at this point because I'm going to have to start juggling schedule and figure out uh, how things work and whatnot, but right, right. it's still coming. Well, it oh, is. We're at an hour and a half, so a ha- I, I gotta say, I mean, I, it wasn't exactly as upbeat and laughing as we normally are. Yeah, that's on true. our on our podcasts. Well, we, we've been we've we've had this all pent up for, for but, the last couple months. Well, we have to get at it all the same out. time, I mean, I I, I mean personally, I, you know, I'll speak for myself here. I thought this was a great conversation. Oh yeah, for you sure. Know, I mean, we definitely hashed out some stuff, and we are going to make this promise. We are not going to wait another six months for an episode. That's true. We will. Um, and I am going to make a shout out to Jim Merck. Um, we know it's about time. We're very sorry. <laughs> I posted on. Uh, I posted out on social media on Facebook that the fiftieth episode was coming, and he responded and said it's about time. So, <laughs> so to everybody, if you are listening again for the first time in five months, um, welcome back. And thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you are new and you're just starting with with Pod Bros, uh, send us an email, drop us a note, um, give us a subject that you'd love to hear us talk about or or whatever, and we are very, very glad to have you. Also, disclaimer, most of our podcasts are not this heavy. They're really not. 
they're really not. And now that we've gotten it actually out of our chest, off of out of our out of our chest, because it's been like a thorn in my chest, um, off of our chest. Uh, we, I think you meant to say out of your system, off of your out chest. of my system, whatever. Out of my chest, off of my system. Um, wait, reverse that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, we should definitely have a much lighter episode, and also. We we've done a little bit of upgrading onto the equipment, and so uh, the sound on this one, I believe, sounds really really good. We'll see. Um, we we'll we see shall see. Um, but we we now have a much much simpler mobile-ish unit that which we is can, the reason why we're out on the porch. Which is why we're out on the porch, and which is why we can actually literally do our podcast now anywhere, which I think we're going to take advantage of. Definitely. Um, so we're definitely going to probably do it, you know, at a park somewhere or, you know, um, we should definitely do an episode from a dumpster while it's on fire. And we'll call it the dumpster fire episode. I don't know. I just wanted an or excuse in to some say random person's fire. living room. What are you or guys, some random what are you guys doing in my house? Room? Doing a podcast? Why are you here? Wearing a Batman costume? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh Normally, when we first started this podcast, we we said that we weren't going to do politics, but unfortunately, our entire world right now is kind of in, engulfed in politics. So, um, but like I said er, er, earlier, there's hope, and that hope is Jesus Christ. What what is that over there? That would be a man of the earth. Ah, nice, crawling across the side of my house. But it is the outside, so I think we're okay. Okay, if I you say so. I need to spray the house again, I think. With bug spray? I think it's been... I noticed that you had no bugs at the front. front. I was going to mention that. I sprayed. Okay. I, I didn't just spray the front. Um, I actually soaked because the those ants, front door. Those ant, those flying ants were terrifying. Yes, and then I also... I, I, I went a little step further because I have a light out there and I don't have a bug light. Um, I actually sprayed the light and around the light. And Ooh. so I think what was happening is they were landing on it and then dying. Nice. You know, I don't condone uh, death, uh, but I definitely condone uh, insecticide because they are pests. And they are annoying. Hey, that was that was good usage of the alliteration Thank or you. the of the entomology. I tried. I appreciate it. Good, good job with that. So uh, this weekend actually is going to be a lot of fun. Where um, uh, I'm doing some tech stuff for the church. Where the ladies' Bible study is starting up. Uh, and I'm doing their Zoom. I'm, I'm teaching them how to use Zoom and helping them with that. And then Friday, um, my leadership team for the Bible study that we have uh, and, and I are going over to California to um, to the beach where they've been having revival. And we're going to go experience that. That's Sweet. Pretty awesome. Um, and then Sunday morning at uh, church, uh, which is Mount Zion Tabernacle over on Willow Creek Road in Prescott. Uh, service at nine and eleven thirty. We have the Hispanic band, sweet, coming um, this weekend, and they, they are, they are, they are pretty fired up, and it's pretty awesome. So, so I have a question. I have an answer. Hopefully, so sheep can't. Yes. They can't. You know, congregate in big herds anymore because of the whole quarantining thing, right? The social distancing. They can if they wear a mask. Well, no, they they got a social distance <laughs> though, right? Yes. Well, I mean, the wool does stop the virus, Yeah, the, right? the wool keeps them a little bit farther apart. So when they need to, you know, talk about issues, you know, like 
they're concerned about the the sheepdogs are biting them too much or there's wolves or something like that. Uh-huh. They use that app, right? Which app, Nick? The the one you were just talking about. What, what was that app called? <laughs> it's the the Zoom app, right? Yeah. Zoom. So, do they do exercises along with that? Is it a Zumba? <laughs> My brain was running about a mile a minute. I'm going, where is he going with this? Which which pun is going to come out here? Uh, uh, you know, I don't have any children of my own, uh, but a friend of mine the other day called me up, and he uh, he was complaining. Oh, yeah? Um, because his son has been um, has been chewing on his electrical cords. Oh, yeah? Um, and he, he, he didn't know what to do. And I said, well, you know, your best bet is to ground him. Um, and so he did. And, uh, and so now his son is, um, he's, uh, he's doing, he's doing better currently. Mm. Yeah. He's, uh, he's conducting himself properly now. Oh, nice. So, thank you. <laughs> we have piles of these. Did, we've been, we've been saving them up for any of them? five months. I don't think so. Because I bet you that would have been a pretty shocking experience. Uh, You know, you're right. It probably would have been. Yeah, it would have been. One time, though. That's all it takes, usually. He definitely would have been, uh, you know, fired up. (laughs) I was waiting. I was like, where's he going? Where's he going with it? Yeah, fired up, I I would say. Juiced, uh, even. So I think one one final thing we want to, you know, we want to leave everybody with um, is that, you know, when when you do a podcast, when you when you do something like this, um, you know, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of speaking. There's a lot of talking. Um, And so just something we want you to remember, you know, when you're having a deep conversation with someone, you know, um, not everyone is is, uh, you know, on the same IQ level. Not everybody is learned uh learned and whatnot um and so just a just a little bit of of pod bros wisdom here you know uh it's better not to use a big word when a singularly uniloquacious and diminutive linguistic expression will satisfactorily accomplish the contemporary necessity That would have been a whole lot better if I had not looked up at you when you put your iPad up to your face. That whole statement seemed very cantankerous. Cantankerous. So the problem is is that Nick and I converse on a regular basis, and we have very, very good conversations. We actually think very closely alike. The problem with that, however, is that with something like this, Nick and I have... Uh, a little bit of a nonverbal communication that we do on a regular basis where we can have a full conversation simply with our face. Um, and so we were out somewhere uh, out to eat with a, a couple of friends and I saw something out of the corner of my eye. And so I looked at Nick and without saying anything, we had a full conversation and it it was so fast and so in-depth that our, our friend Eric, and, and I don't know if he's going to listen to this episode, but we love you, Eric, <laughs> very much. But the look on his face, he looked at me, and then he looked at Nick, and he went, oh, man, I missed it. <laughs> and then wanted, wanted to know what the – and so part of that is is that when, we're, when we are um, waxing eloquent 
on certain things. Uh, if the other person makes that, what the heck are you doing face? Um, it's very funny. And so we can't really look at Who each other. Who is eloquent? And why are we waxing them? Um, sometimes eloquent needs to be waxed. So I, I did want to mention, though, that I did have a job for a little while um, before I got the job working for my dad. Right. Um, what, what was it that you did? I actually worked at a uh, calendar factory. Um, you know, the they make the different types of calendar. You know, the the cats or the f- or the flowers, mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. Got fired though. How come? I took a day off. <laughs> I don't know what's. I don't see. I I love these jokes because I know the punchline already, and they still make me laugh. So, th- so that actually brings up a that brings up a point. This is something that's been bothering me lately. Okay. We have, you know, we have all these things in the world. Um, yeah, different religions, different beliefs, different different types of things. Um, but one of the one of the big things is is of course the, uh, you know, people different people's decisions on you know eating styles and right you know what things they want to eat you know and so you have. You know, you have your traditional meat eaters, and then you have your your vegetarians, and then you have your vegans, and and we have we have sayings that go along with all of these different things, you know, in life that are based on one thing or another, you know. Right. But the, the thought comes up to my head, like it, if you have two people and they're both vegan, and they get in a fight, um, and, and they're in an argument, you know. Would would that still be considered a beef? <laughs> oh, that's good. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. I I was trying to figure out where you were going at the beginning, but as soon as you started talking about vegans, I was like, all right, I know where you're going. <laughs> he's with going. This. He's going to the beef route. So, because my original thought was, if a vegetarian <laughs> eats vegetables, right? What does a humanitarian eat? <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. Humanitables. If olive oil is made out of olives, what is baby oil made out of? Oh, that's terrible. Sorry, that's terrible. I just the so I have a riddle. We, I have well, a riddle for well, you. What Luke. we have learned, what we have learned, is we have learned to take these jokes and draw them out to the point of almost painful. So I have a riddle for you. Okay. So a a sailor. His yes. ship was destroyed, and he was marooned on an island with no food. Okay. A single palm tree that was um, impotent, so it couldn't produce any fruit. All right? Um, so no food, only salt water because it's out in the ocean. Right. Um, and all he had in his survival pack was a um, one of those calendars that I made. Missing a day? Um, but it was missing a day, yeah. Okay. It was missing one day. So, anyway, when he was rescued a month later, uh-huh. he was healthy. Um, he didn't look uh, like he had been. He hadn't been able, you know, he hadn't been able to eat or anything like that. Right. He looked like he was very well taken care of. Right. Right. He was. He was good. Um, and they couldn't figure out how it was that he was so healthy. Uh huh. Do you know how he was so healthy? 
I, I do not want you to tell me. I'm, I'm, I, 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 folks, I want you to know right now, I am literally sitting here with my eyes closed because if I look at his face, I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose it. I'm not gonna be able to laugh. I'm not gonna be able well, to talk. Well, it's because he ate. Anything. It's because he ate all the dates off the oh calendar. Oh my god. <laughs> that was good. He also ate the Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. You had me. I had no idea. Excellent. Oh my gosh. Very well done. That is that is one of my favorite very, riddles. Very well done. That's a good riddle. That is a very good riddle. From from one of the best episodes in Star Trek Voyager. So um, you, uh, you, you've heard of, um, an enigma? Yeah. So, an enigma is, what is the definition of an, an, an of an enigma? Uh, something that is, how would you define an enigma? I don't actually know what the definition is, but an enigma would be like something that's really... Like almost like the opposite of something. It causes it's like a riddle, right? An enigma. Yeah, an enigma. An enigma is. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong word. I, on, I, I was going somewhere with this, and then when I said enigma, the only thing I could think of was was the was the uh, the Batman movie, um, Mister E Enigma, which is actually ha- happens to be one of my favorite Batmans. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay, so I, I I had it incorrect. Okay, I was thinking of something else. Um, an enigma is a person or thing that is mysterious, puzzling, or difficult to understand. Okay, okay. So um, so an enigma machine, right? Um, was a was a German coding device. Um. Uh. <laughs> Uh, back, I believe, during uh, during World War II, um, the uh, the Enigma machine is an encryption device developed and used in the early to mid twentieth century to protect commercial, diplomatic, and military communication. It was employed by extensively by the by Nazi Germany during World War II in all branches of the German military. Um, well, one of the men who happened to crack the Enigma codes. Um, was a gentleman uh, named Alan, Alan, t- um, Alan uh, Turning. Okay. And uh, Alan is well known for that. Um, uh, but Alan, Alan came from a, a you know a decent family, um, and he had a sister. Um, and his sister was an amazing woman who. Um, uh, she's 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 not very well known, uh, but his sister's name is Kay, um, and she um, provided uh, drinks, snacks, and sandwiches for him and his colleagues uh, during the time of his cracking of the codes. Okay, um, and so you know, a little less known than Alan Turning was his sister, Kay Turing. <laughs> Oh, that's classic. That is really funny. 
Thank you. I uh, I had fun with that one. <sighs> Does your brain ever keep you up at night, making you think about weird stuff? Sometimes. I, I typically am I'm not a person that has a hard time going to sleep. Um. Oh. 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 I was gonna. I was gonna say this. We. We definitely. Um, definitely need to be keeping our thoughts and prayers on the. Uh, on the victims. In California. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, what happened? Nothing really happened. They just lived there. Oh. Oh yeah. 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 I got to ask this question. I saw this actually as a meme, but but on a serious note, um, what exactly is it that they use in the bowling shoes to kill whatever's in there? Because I'm pretty sure that would kill coronavirus. I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Just bowling, a bowling alley. Yeah. Hey, spray. I, you know, things that cause cancer, right? Is that is that the deal? So anyway, I think we're there. Are we? Yeah. I think we are, too. We're there. This is going to take a lot of editing. Yeah, I, I think it might. So, Did um, we freeze again? No, no, no. We didn't oh, freeze. Okay. So just just so everyone knows, um, this episode may be in stereo only, meaning that Luke might be in one ear and I might be in the other ear. Oh, it shouldn't. If I can't fix it. Oh, yes. Well, and if that is the case, And if that's the case, I apologize profusely. I'm really, really hoping that I can make it work. I think I figured it out what I'm going to have to do. This new program we're using is the first time we've actually done a podcast with it. And so we didn't realize that it takes the thing, the inputs in stereo and not in. It might actually. actually, Not in a mix. No, that's a setting. It might be a setting, setting. which hopefully it is, and then I won't have to do this twice. But in the meantime, I'm essentially going to have to do this twice, and it's going to be super awkward. But with that being said, this is Pod Bros, a production of Sound Bros Productions. We really hope that you learned something today. Wait, we didn't get to finish our statement. What statement? Come on. Coming at you from the porch. Oh, yes. Porch Bros. (sighs) Unacceptable. Do it again. Go out and come back in. (laughs) <laughs> that was me slamming the door. Uh, this is Pod Bros, a production of Sound Bros Productions. Productions. Coming at you from the porch. From the porch. <laughs> in the Chino area. In the Ch- and it's which actually. Which is in the Prescott Quad City areas. It is the Quad City areas. And it is gorgeous right now. It is absolutely fantastic right the now. The weather, is, I mean, it is, it is a nice balmy 70-something degrees. I've got a nice Big Mac buzz. Going on, I have a know, Whopper buzz. That Mac sauce, oh man, Ooh, good stuff. So good. I got extra Mac sauce. Extra Mac sauce. That's always the. That's always good. It's always good. It's always good. We uh we had a good evening. We we thought of our grandfather. Oh yeah, we did. It was very nice. Uh, we miss Grandpa, but we'll see him again. Indeed. Um. So we, we hope, hope you, you learned, learned something, something today, <laughs> because, because if you're not learning, you're dying. So stay alive.